vacant. Hello. Como está, Daniel? How are you? I am fine this evening, and you? Uh, I mean, uh, you know, I'd say this a lot, but I mean it this time. Better now, because, I mean, wait, you didn't bring, like, a taser or anything with you, did you? I do not believe I am carrying a taser or anything. All right, good. So I'm, I should go the rest of the evening without being electrocuted. So that, that's an improvement right there. There you go. Absolutely. And as we mentioned, Lord Amadeus currently missing in action. We suspect, of course, he is the maestro at this time, probably somewhere in the sewers of Atlanta, as we saw just yesterday. A scene made by the maestro of madness. So, with that, we need to, first of all, kick it off with the top 25 rankings. So, El Vacant, if you would, please. Uh, sure, sure. I have that. I have that right here. All right. So, this is uh, the rankings as they sit out of six out of ten matches. Count them. One, two, one, two, three, four, five, six. Six matches. Um, you know, so there's four other matches, including you know, tomorrow's pay-per-view that have not been counted yet. So, you know, you can kind of figure out how you've been doing and maybe see if there's any movement. All right. In 25th place, we have the multimedia champion Claymore. In 24th place, we have, as he likes to call himself, Mr. Pay-Per-View, the FUBAR City champion, the mayor of FUBAR, Deez. In 23rd position, we have Strangleheart. Oh, that's good for him. I haven't seen. I don't think I've seen him in there been in a while. In twenty second place, we have Crazy Mama, and you know she's pretty local. I've I've had to talk to her. She's kind of out there. In twenty first place, we have. Oh wait, I hold on. Beast. In twenty twentieth place, we have the Goddess of Pain. Are you sure she's a wrestler with a name like that? I mean, I, I think she's more like Dominatrix, maybe. Okay, okay never mind. I digress. In 19th position, we have the world's most annoying musical instrument, the mighty Vuvuzela. Um, in 18th position, we have, oh, Hot Shot Chaz. Cha-cha-cha. Yeah, that's right, the Chaz guy. He's all in 18th place. Look at him. In 17th position, we have Scythe. Isn't there supposed to be more to that name, Ken? There's more to that name, isn't there? He refers to himself as Unstoppable's God. Oh, okay, good. Well, well, I I suspect there's some people around here that might take umbrage with that, but, you know, we'll get around to that. In 16th position, we have Liam O'Shaughnessy. I think I even said it right. right. In 15th position, we have the original Bully. In 14th position, we have the Great Red Dragon. In 13th position, we have Crushing Kelly. In 12th position, we have our current Midnight Hobo champion, Maeve O'Hare. In 11th position, we have the one and only power player himself, Luke Cage. In 10th place, we have oh, my, one of my favorite names to say, Bony Jiggles. Isn't that fun to say? Um, right, where was it? That was 10th place, Bony Jiggles. In 9th place, we have the Triple Crown champion, the Hawkster Bully. So, you know, keep it in the family there. It's good for him. In 8th place, we have the most aptly named wrestler in all of wrestling, the unsettled Chris Cage. Um, the last time I saw him, he was being led around by with like some, some sort of agents with handcuffs and heavily armed. Yeah, he, why are they let, if he's this dangerous, why are they letting him wrestle? I don't really understand. 
whoever draws him at the pay-per-view, I hope you have like insurance. All right. In, uh, in seventh place, we have the Deflon Sheik, oh, everybody's favorite guy right there. In sixth place, we have, oh, clickety-clack, it's a hobo attack. Hobo Ezekiel is attacking sixth place right now. Look at that. In fifth place, oh, look at that. Our current powerball champion, Tigris, is in fifth place. Hola, Congratulations. In fourth place, oh, look at this. Another, another little cutie here. In fourth place, we have everybody's favorite lollipop sucker, Moxie. Everyone, yay. Uh, I'm sorry, that maybe that didn't sound right. She likes lollipops. She uses them all the time. She she hands them out. She don't. What? No. Continue. Sure. In third place, we have our current superstars champion, Iceman King Parsons. In second place, we have our current world champion, Mithras the Title Machine. And in first place, we have our men's White Lightning and Hatfield McCoy champion, the Ego Man himself, the Immortal Griffith. That right there is where we stand at six matches out of ten. Of course, the big news this week in RAWF, we have a new superstars champion in Iceman King Parsons who defeated the Immortal Griffith last week on Superstars, a major match that could play out here in the top 25. We will find out here in the coming weeks, but a big win for Iceman King Parsons, I'll make it. Uh, Certainly, certainly. He seems to think so, some things he said. So, with all that being said, let's now turn to our GM report, if we can. I have here in my lap the report tag team report from Unstoppable. Congratulations to Hotness, Dees, and Tiggs, who will be facing Swords and Scimitars at Graveyard Smash. The top 10 teams of this season have been posted in the tag rankings on the main page. Season 9 of Tags is still in sign-ups. Sign-ups will close tomorrow after the pay-per-view. If you need a partner, check the scene. And Extra Points Tournament is open for sign-ups and will close October 30th. They now turn to our High Voltage Invitational GM and Battle of the Hormones as well. She is the lovely and talented... Party if you'd like. No, no, it's it's fine. It's good. 
I mean, if you want to send some, you know, shivers down my spine, we could talk about that, but no, not so much with the electrocution. And how are you, Dan? I am well, thank you. So, Cougs, tell us about the High Voltage Invitational. Who walked out as the number one contender to the White Lightning Championship? Well, actually, I'd like to announce the three that are moving on to season 19 first. And that will be Domino Warrior, the unsettled Chris Cage, if he gets his legal issues handled, and Cyberlink. Now, if one of you three do not want to go on, please let me know as soon as possible so that I can pick the next person. Now, the one that gets to face Griff tomorrow is none other than my sexy hubby, I mean Nightcrawler. So, it will be the immortal Griffith defending against a former White Lightning champion in Nightcrawler. So, a tough challenge for the immortal one facing someone who knows that cage possibly as well as he does. Interesting. Very interesting. Anything to report from the Battle of the Hormones, Coops? Battle of the Hormones has had the second round started. We have Big Effin facing Wolfie. We have Beast facing Lyman O'Shannon. I can't pronounce his last name. Uh, the Mancunian Maniac facing Aaron McFadden. The Unsettled Chris Cage facing Griff. And IKP facing Max Palo. The Moose got a bye this week. All right. So someone will be out of there, will get the next shot at the Hormonal Championship. It just will not be tomorrow night at Graveyard Smash. Thank you, Coogs, very much. Stick around. I'm sure you'll want to talk about your big match tomorrow in just a little while. But first, let's bring on our Hatfield and McCoy GM. He is Mr. R.A.W.F. He is the puppet master, the icon, the one. Got a little sleep. 
fellas. I'm, I'm anxious for, for the pay-per-view. And speaking of the pay-per-view, um, the Immortal Griffith, he's got a new person. I've never seen this person go up against him before, but this person won the half film Accord tournament. He will be facing Johnny Blaze at the pay-per-view. So good luck to Griffith and good luck to Blaze. That would be the writer, Johnny Blaze, getting his first ever R.A.W.F. title opportunity tomorrow at Graveyard Smash. However, going up against the Immortal Griffith, no easy task. We will talk about that and much more here in just a little bit. I mean, that Thank seems you. almost rude. Well, and then also, remember, guys, starting next 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 month, Griffith is going to be allowed to be in the... Hatfield McCoy tournament, so he has a chance of dominating that, just like he does the men's title, and he can choose his opponent if he does. So that's that was the thing. He's going to be Griffith's going to re-enter the tournament starting next month. Hmm, that is definitely some big news judgment coming out of your Hatfield and McCoy division. Stick around; we have a lot to talk to you about as well later in the program. Next okay, up, cool. Next up, the man who runs the ultimate gauntlet here in RAWF. He is a member of the Opaque Brotherhood. He is Mr. Excitement. He is. Recognize that I am not alive. I survive. I'm the dance in the hourglass of time. I'm the chalk line, outline. Everything is mine. From the bridge to the earth to the shadows fall behind. I'm the stars in the sky and I shine so bright. I'm a turtle. I'm the reason that the day turns night. I'm the water and the sun. I'm the bullet in your gun. I'm the finger on the trigger and I'm about to blast one. I ain't never give a shit. All the bitches better recognize the damn motherfucker on the block. He is the POG, the Paragon of Greatness. Paragon, hello. Hello, and you hey, hey to you as well, L Vacant, but I gotta say it's it's extra good to see you, Dan. I haven't seen you in a while, and I gotta say I'm flattered. Mr. Excitement himself, Dan Levitan, calling me Mr. Excitement. I mean, you just made my day, sir. Well, Paragon, you know, I've always been a big fan. But that aside, you do, we do have some business to take care of, so please take it away, your ultimate gauntlet report. Well, we have a story this time. There's not a whole lot of matches that have finished, but we have got ourselves a narrative that is very important to keep an eye on. As we looked at last week's report, Hotshot Chaz was on his run. He had gotten up to two victories. However, he was stopped in his run by the immortal Griffith, who defeated Hotshot Chaz. He then went on to defeat Powerbomb McGee and is currently in a match with Maeve O'Hare. Can the Midas Touch hit the ultimate gauntlet division as Griffith continues his quest to collect all of the belts across R.A.W.S.? It's an exciting time to be keeping an eye on this division right now. All right. It does indeed sound like uh, sound exciting, Paragon. 
we will, of course, return to you in just a bit. A lot to talk to you about as well about tomorrow night's Graveyard Smash. Thank you, sir. No problem. All right. Quickly, we've got a lot of callers tonight. It is going to be a star-studded lineup here, L Vacant, but we need to touch on a few things real quick. Speaking of the immortal Griffith, as we already have many times this evening, he also was able to win the extra points tournament for this rankings period, which, of course, solidifies his current number one spot in the top 25. Also want to point right, out... What, what is, this? Is, this, is, this, is this 2017 again? Like, like we, can we have like somebody come in and give a report that doesn't all about revolve around the ego guy? You know, when you're hot, you're hot. And right now, the immortal Griffith is hot. And I do mean hot. Although, he did lose the Superstars Championship last week, but one glitch on the... One bump in the road has never stopped the immortal one. But, back to Graveyard Smash tomorrow night. It is going to be an epic evening in Atlanta, to be certain. This is a... This is one long-ass rundown of a card. Right now, what we have... First of all, a handicap tag match. It'll be Redneck Avenger taking on two members of Black Irish. We will find out later who those two members are. You have Beast taking on the attraction Chris Cage. Chris Cage, the unsettled Chris Cage. He used to be the attraction. Boney Jiggles taking on Psy. You have in a Texas bull rope match, Strangleheart taking on Wolfie. Two cemetery brawls in on the card tomorrow night. Two matches live from the nearby cemetery in downtown Atlanta. It'll be Demented Fallen Angel taking on Damia, the Mistress of the Dark, and Aaron McFadden taking on Hotshot Chaz. You have a Hell in a Cell with, between Crushing Kelly and the Goddess of Pain. Size will take on Zyberlink. Buried Alive match, the Paragon of Greatness to take on Luke Cage. Uh, the IKP, Iceman King Parsons, Trick or Treat Challenge, he takes on five different people. If those people beat him, he get, they get some coinage. But if they lose, he gets to play a trick on them of various interesting tricks. And he mentioned a few of them last week. Could be very exciting, very fun. To see who wins or beats IKP or has to be tricked. Then, of course, the Lunatics Ball between Liam O'Shaughnessy and Cassie Joe. Face on a pole match. Judgment to take on Uncle Frank. The winner gets Uncle Frank's face. This is a one-of-a-kind match that I don't know we've ever seen in all of history. And hopefully, El Vacant will never see again after tomorrow night. Uh, and yes, then, see, I second that. And then, of course, a huge match with the soul of Lord Amadeus and possibly the future of RAWF on the line, the maestro of madness to take on your boy, Blaze McCoy. We heard from the maestro earlier this week from the Atlanta sewers, El Vacant. Did you happen to catch that little broadcast of his? Uh, no, I don't think I did. Please inform me. Well, 
It almost seems like he's ta- claiming that this is going to be the year he finally, finally wins, breaks out, and takes over R.A.W.F. and all of Unstoppable. And he's claiming because it's 2020 and with everything that has gone on this year, that this is the year of the madness. Oh, yeah. So, look, that might explain a few things. I mean, I know he's been popping up. I, I mean, he almost took a page out of Zyber's uh, book the other day. I, like, I was watching an interview that, uh, that our Fubar City champion was putting on uh, and, you know, flipping through that. And when I watched that, I was like, oh, well, let me go, let me go watch uh, the, new, the new episode uh, of Claymore Show. And, like, halfway into it, suddenly there was this, this static, and then suddenly the, there he was, Mr. Green Eyes himself. It was, mm, mm, I had to leave the room. All right. Big match. Maestro, if he wins, of course, we'd never see Lord Amadeus again, El Vacant. And uh, we will find out. We will be talking with your boy, Blaze McCoy, here in just a little bit. But let's get to the title matches we have signed for Graveyard Smash. As we just heard, the Immortal Griffith will defend the Hatfield-McCoy title against a Johnny Blaze getting his first RAWF title opportunity. Killer Neptune, you defend the Champion's Choice Championship against Claymore. And my notes seem to be missing. I I will go look it up, find out what kind of match it was. I know it was a very interesting step. Killer Neptune. Very, very, how you say, creative in his stipulations at Champion's Choice Champion. The Immortal Griffith will defend the White Lightning Championship against Nightcrawler. Swords and Scimitars to defend their tag team titles against the former tag team title holders in Hotness, D's, and Tiggs. Speaking of Tiggs, she has a huge night ahead of her as well. Not only does she have to challenge for the tag team title, she will defend her Powerball Championship against apparently the Joker version of Mark Caliber. She also will be challenging Cassie Joe for the Estrogen Championship as Tigress won the Biatch of the Month. So a big night for Tigress. Multimedia Championship Claymore to defend against the original Bully. Triple Crown Championship, the Huckster Bully to defend against Kane the Governor and Luke Cage, uh, the Power Player, Wakanda Forever, brother. All right, got it. Dave O'Hare defends the Midnight Hobo Championship against Max Paolo. Dees defends his Fubar City Championship against the Cougar. The Immortal Griffith. Defends his men's championship against the Arthur of the month in D's. D's a huge night as well. D's and Tiggs will be taking center stage tomorrow night at Graveyard Smash. A lot on the line for both of them. The Paragon of Greatness to defend the national championship against the unsettled Chris Cage. And footnote on this: this could this match could be a forfeit as. Currently, Chris Cage has been, well, he's been found guilty of murder. Uh, where Most people who are found guilty of murder don't get to wrestle matches at an RAWF, but anything is possible, as we know. We'll have more on this, hopefully, tomorrow by, Tef- by Graveyard Smash. 
Platinum Dragon Championship will be on the line. The Brunette Strangler to defend against your favorite wrestler, El Vacant. And I say that sarcastically, the Teflon Seek. And finally, our I, I think you needed a little more sarcasm dripping off that then. Cause, and then finally, main event for the World Heavyweight Championship. It will be Mithras the Title Machine defending against Maeve O'Hare. So, where do we start when we talk about this card? What stands out to you, El Vacant? What would you like to talk about? I mean, I don't see how we don't talk about the Immortal Ego. I mean, he's in, like, every third match. But uh, I think I want to start with... Uh, I think I want to start with that Teflon Sheik match, actually. Ah, uh, yes. The Platinum Dragon Championship, the heart and soul of RAWF on the line. Current title holder, the Brunette Strangler. She has been... She has already defended that title once against the one of the greats here in R.A.W.F. and the Immortal Griffith. She now has to turn around, defend against the Teflon Sheet. So what are the ramifications do you feel if Teflon Sheet defeats Brunette Strangler and wins the Platinum Dragon Championship? Uh, I mean, look, how many shots has he had at this title, right? I mean, he's had quite a few, and all of them have been against uh, Griffith, right? And, you know, and he was turned away time and time again. Um, uh, I actually thought he wasn't supposed to be able to get another shot. Or no, that was men's title. He wasn't allowed to get any more shots at yet. Correct. Okay. So, so he's been turned away from that belt as well, but that's neither here nor He has certainly, you know, gone after the Platinum Dragon several times. Um, you know, and then Brunette, uh, you know, not only does she win the title, but she then accepts, right out of the gate, accepts a challenge from one of the most dangerous and gold-hungry people we have in this company um, and manages to defend, right? Which many people did not expect, uh, myself included. Uh, but she, you know, good for her. She, she had a great match. It was well fought, and, and she, she managed to pull it out. It was very closely fought. But so here's my question for you. What do you think are the chances of the guy who couldn't uh, even come close to having a competitive match with the Immortal One taking a belt away from someone who just beat him, right? Um, now, again, wrestling is a giant game of rock, paper, scissors, right? So, I mean, it's completely possible that he beats her because he, he does something that she doesn't know how to, 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 to defend, right? Um, but here's the thing. If somehow, if somehow he manages to walk out of this event with the Platinum Dragon title, we... And by we, I mean every single member of R.A.W.F., the fans, the wrestlers, the ring crew, everybody will never hear the end of it. Ever. Well, our Platinum Dragon champion had something to say about this match. Let's take a look via Vokery.com. Let's hear from the brunette strangler herself. When he's breathed up all in the center of the room, he's just lighting up and down, make the room go boom. Make the room go boom, boom, boom. She make the room go boom, boom, boom. In the middle of the night, in the middle of the bed, she lights, crank it up, the amps are seeing red. She make the room go boom, boom, boom. She make the room go boom, boom, boom. I got my phone on me. Let's go. 
Good evening, everyone. This is Brunette Strangler. Are you surprised to hear from me after all of these years? <laughs> I just wanted to pop in and discuss one thing. The Teflon Chic and my Platinum Dragon title belt. Yeah, I've heard you've been running your mouth, and now you're calling yourself Dragon Slayer because you got lucky in a match. That's okay. After all, it is a season of pretending to be things we aren't, right? But there is one little thing I wanted to point out. You asked, do I really think it's going to be any different for me? Hmm, well, let's think back, shall we? When have you ever beaten me in a one-on-one -on -one match? Never. Not even once. So let me ask you, what makes you think this is going to be any different for you? Spoiler alert, it's not. As Einstein once said, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result. After our match, when I once again walk out with the Platinum Dragon title around my waist, maybe you should consider calling yourself the insane chic, because I'll be the one doing the slaying at Graveyard Smash. Be ready. I'll see you tomorrow. That was our Platinum Dragon Champion, the brunette Strangler L. Vacant. First time hearing from her. She sounds supremely confident going into her match with Sheik tomorrow. See, it was good to, it was good to see her put in a, put in a little promo there too, you know. Like, you know, she she should do that. She she should do more of that. That was great. Um, you know, I I do not think the uh the odds bear well in his favor. See, like but uh, I I I I think uh if I was a betting man and I am, um I I would put down and I may already have uh, a quite a sizable bet on Brunette Strangler and and I mean pretty sizable actually. It's it's quite a lot of money. Indubitably. It should be a very exciting evening tomorrow night at Graveyard Smash. <clears throat> a lot on the line, literally and figuratively. Lots of titles and one particular soul, that of R.A.W.F. owner Lord Amadeus Alvacant. And uh, I know you're glad he's not here tonight just because of what he's been going through, what he always goes through this time of year. But my question for you, because the maestro does seem to be a lot different than previous years, what is your concern level that he will be Blaze McCoy and that we will never see Lord Amadeus again? High. Very, very high. I'm very anxious, and I don't like it. No offense to, to Blaze, but mm, he is, this is not the same thing we've seen before. This is different. I I hate to agree with you on that point, but I must. This is no insult to Blaze McCoy, but this is not he is he Maestro has faced the likes of Paragon, has faced the likes of the immortal Griffith, has faced the likes of Mithras. I mean can Blaze step up his game 
and put out a performance to the likes of those performers that have beaten him before. I I mean I don't know. I, again, no offense to Blaze, but Blaze isn't Griffith or Mithras or Paragon. You know, he's you know he he does well, but even he says you know he's, he's kind of you know he's a little past his prime, and you know he he he, he he's forgotten on some of his ring stuff. Just, you know, I'm, I'm concerned. I'm just I'm concerned. Let's talk to the man himself. A lot of pressure on him tomorrow night when he takes on the maestro of madness in the Atlanta sewer match. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the show. up danny boy yo 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 how's it going l vacant thanks for the uh, confidence boost guys i, I mean look I, you, you, I am behind you 100 percent, right I, I wish you all the luck in the world i i hope you've been you know how, how they say eating your weedies and taking your vitamins etc etc um Sorry. i i am just concerned because yeah he is, he, i i understand where you're coming from i'm sure those who fought the maestro before have better greater track records than i do and better for now definitely but i don't know i i have to take care of this the old-fashioned way now yeah exactly it's bad well i know a few things about madness myself there danny boy so blaze we thought there for a while last week that you had actually rid Lord Amadeus of the maestro. We were all taken aback by uh, what occurred last week here on this program. Uh, I'm assuming Rex Rapolsky is in hiding after what occurred since he uh, foiled your plan, so to speak. Yeah, yeah, we're not going to see that little uh, mongrel anywhere uh, anytime soon around here, but uh, I, I slipped up. I didn't make sure to finish the job, but I have my peace. I have my clarity now. I know that it can be done. We proved it. What's the recipe? Well, a lot of confusion, chaos, and then about a fireman's carry cutter, my burner, and then the hook, the line, and the sinker, my fisherman's driver. Not only does it put out most opponents, but I guess it can exercise friggin' demons, too. Well, now the maestro's about to get blazed. All this backwards talking, cryptic messages from the secret decoder ring or whatever, it's done. It's over. It's time for a match. Uh, no, it's time for a battle. No, it's time for a brawl. It's time for an Atlanta sewer fight, bull. It's time to get down and dirty, and this lunatic kick from the sticks ain't scared about getting down or dirty. Uh, but I'm ready to get down to business. 
do it the old-fashioned way, beat it out of the maestro. But dare I say, business is booming. <laughs> but I didn't do it alone. I didn't do it alone, guys. And I'm not, I'm not alone tonight either, Danny boy. Oh, yes, I did see you came in with somebody. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, it is my pleasure to welcome back for our night, R.A.W.F. Hall of Famer. He is the one, the only. with my good friend here, Mr. McCoy. And uh, when I, I know what happens every October with mom, <laughs> you know, and it gets worse and worse every year. And it looks like it's metamorphosized itself again. And, you know, um, ladies, you know, I saw what was happening and I offered my assistance, you know, because, you know, Blaze has become a very good customer Customer of mine. Oh, boy, here's your midnight hobo. You're dead. You. Thanks, thanks. Here you go. <laughs> yeah, make sure you drink that all up. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's the glowing green one there. Yeah, yeah. Don't drink the pink one. That's for Rex, and he'll get the shits from it. Okay, so as I was saying, you know, uh, Blaze came to me, asked, and he, you know, he knew my experience with the maestro, and he knows that I tried bring, to fight him off in the past. So why not get someone who's got experience? And someone that hasn't been around that maybe my show wasn't expecting to see this year, you know, because I haven't been around for a little while, you know. I I I, I take my hiatus this year, you know. Dragons take long naps, you know. Not to mention uh, run, running a uh, multi-million-dollar uh, alcoholic business is is uh, you know something that uh, does take up a little bit of my time these days. Indeed. So, Shifty, with that being said, it is a possibly little-known fact that you actually had a little bit to do with the creation of the Maestro or the summoning of the Maestro, whatever the hell he is. You Is that partially why you're backing, Blaze? Because you may feel a, bit, a tad bit responsible? Well, Dan, you know, it's it's no secret that something happened in that shore and there was some runoff from Midnight Hobo involved, and 
and I digress. I ha- I take full responsibility for the fact that that's uh, part of this is my fault. Wait, 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 wait. Back, back up, back up. So, so what I'm hearing is, I I got seriously electrocuted two weeks in a row because of you. Well, not not directly because of me. Um, you know, it's it was a kind of a side effect, uh, that kind of thing there, vacant. It wasn't like I said, hey, you know, you got to electrocute out vacant. You know, that's not it's not like it's under my order or anything here. Um, but you know. If, if it comes down to it, then I guess you could say in in an in, in offhanded way, I am partially to blame for the maestro being here. You know, and if you need to take a shot at me, let me take off my glass, my rainbow shutter shades here. I'm going uh, to- no, no, Shifty. No, no, no. Come on, man. It doesn't have to no, come I'll, to that. I'll, I'll, we all I'll, have I'll. to be together to get rid of the maestro. We can't be separated. That's my whole thing. It wasn't just me. Everyone else who did it and fought him probably fought for themselves, for notoriety, fame. I'm doing it for the R-A-W-F. We all got to be together. That's how it worked the first time, not my stupid moves. I'm a dumb old man trying to fight him. I need everyone together, Shifty. Come on, guys. Unity, what happened? I got you. I I, I see what you're saying, you know. I understand. I have to agree with Mr. McCoy. I think if... He is to be successful tomorrow. We all need to get behind him and put aside our differences, considering everything that's been happening, not just in RAWF, but the world at large. Hey, 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 vacant, vacant. Um, why don't um, I, I know you're not. I'm not your most favorite person right now, but here, why um, why don't we go and talk a little business? Uh, um, I've been wanting to talk to you anyway. Um. And uh, maybe we can uh, work this out financially. I mean, I like money. Uh, uh, well, <laughs> lucky for you, I got a lot of it now. <laughs> All right. Well, okay. while we, we, we talk. While you I, I, think, I think we can talk. There you go. Beautiful. Love to see a good business deal going down. On after hours. As for you, Blaze, as I said, yep. we are all 100% behind you tomorrow when you take on the Maestro of Madness. Good luck to you, sir. Thanks, man. I know a little bit about Madness myself, and he's about to find out. If it doesn't work out that way, sorry, guys. Drink up. <laughs> well, don't worry, way, bad. Don't worry. With your, with your, uh, with your, uh, don't, don't forget to drink the hobo that I got for you. Especially made. It's in that bottle. But don't drink it to right before the match. Seriously. You got it, Shifty. No worries. <laughs> uh, no, seriously, please. Trust me on this, okay? It's gonna help you. Yes, you're, sir. You're, you got it. <laughs> okay. You got it. Uh, while we keep Blaze from actually, you know. Ripping his face off here with uh, Midnight Hobo. Go ahead there, uh, Dan. It's your show. <laughs> it, All right. Thank it? you, Shifty. Thank you, Blaze. Is Both there? of you appreciate you coming on. As I said, a star-studded lineup tonight. Few people we ha- may have never been on the show tonight. Some people haven't been on for a while. Let's bring on someone who was on here last week. Had an open challenge. 
for a Hell in a Cell match. That ma- that match spot has been filled to the one and only from Black Irish. She is. Each other out, we back each other up, 
and they've been very encouraging and getting me into the top 25. Indubitably. So, Kelly, we have on the line with us your opponent tomorrow at Graveyard Smash. Uh, do not have any music on file for her, so we'll just bring her on. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to R.A.W. After Hours. She is the goddess of pain. Good evening, goddess. Hello. Hey, Dan. Hey, Lincoln. Hey, Tifty. Hey, little one. <laughs> hey, big <Dan>. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> You know, there, so, there's an extra special reason for this match, though, Dan, really. Oh, really? You care to share yeah. with the man? Well, you know, our, our our little KK, Percussion Kelly, as everybody likes to call her, you know, she wanted to wake up her darker side. And, you know, she came to me to help her do that. So, you know, I just hope she can step it up tomorrow when she gets in that cage. Or the cell, excuse me. <laughs> Yeah, as LV has said, it is going to get very hot in that hell, in a cell, (laughs) Uh, no doubt about it. So I do have a question because it's very confusing. Are you the goddess of constellation or are we going with your original moniker in the goddess of pain? I am the goddess of pain. I will stick with that name even after I marry my count. But, you know, I will always be and forever known as goddess of pain. That is a tribute to you know who, so absolutely. That will never change. I, I I do know who that is a tribute to a very very missed personality here in our in not just in RAWF but all of Unstoppable, uh, the late great Doctor Payne. We miss you, Doc. But at any rate, <laughs> Kelly. Goddess, anything the two of you will start with Goddess have to say to each other before the big match tomorrow night? Well, you know, I've sat back quietly since my return to help Big put over some people here. And I've been slowly climbing the ranks, you know, top 20, not too freaking bad. I'm trying to watch my language. I don't know if this is a PG show. It's been too long. <laughs> oh, fuck no. <laughs> my show is saying sorry. <laughs> but uh, anyways, you know, I sat back and I watched everybody, and I watched KK make some noise. And as soon as she did that call out, I thought, nope, this is the perfect opportunity. Let's see if there is a dark side that lives in there, because mine woke up months ago. Um, you're gonna expect some things out of her, I think you haven't seen before. And I think I'll surprise some people with what I'm bringing back to my game. All right. Kelly, your turn. Well, Goddess, let's just say in this match, my, um, your the pain you inflict on me will be my pleasure. I can handle oh, I anything. Hope so. <laughs> I, um, you Trust hope so. me. Uh, I've been aching to bring out this side of me, and you are the perfect target. Oh, vacant. I may not have have hosted this show that many times with you, but I know that look. That is, Mm -hmm. I wish I was the special guest referee look. I'm not exactly (laughs) sure we're still talking about wrestling. (laughs) 
I mean, I still want that pay per view, but. That's the thing with you, you never do. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, never know what to expect out of me. It will be one hot time <laughs> in the hell in the cell tomorrow night. The goddess of pain taking on Crushing Kelly. Ladies, good luck and have a good match. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Next up on the card, this man is going to have a very busy evening, which wait, I'll actually leave uh, the goddess on here for a moment because we will now be talking to the man who <laughs> issued the trick-or-treat challenge, if you will, ladies and gentlemen. Five <laughs> people will be taking on this man. If they win, they get some coinage. If they lose, they get tricked. Ladies and gentlemen, he is the one and only... to, you know, carrying my bag, <clears throat> announcing me in the ring, to, 
you know, being a pledge with black Irish You're for a month. You're using the I mean, wrong example because you ain't beat me. <laughs> you just keep on, you know, you need to, the longer that somebody tells a lie to themselves, the more the they believe. For that scenario, honey, because it ain't happening. You ain't beating me tomorrow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll, we'll see. Matches, how many of our last fights, single fights, have you won against me? Well, I don't keep track. I do. You won three out of maybe ten. Okay. So you just keep right. thinking well, about that match tomorrow night. Okay. All right. <laughs> you, know, you can make All up your numbers. Right. That's cool. Make, it make sounds your numbers like up the goddess just, you know. very confident that she is going to walk out with some of your with seven hundred k of your money, IKP. But we will find oh, out. Oh, it ain't even about the coins now. <laughs> he knows that. <laughs> it ain't about the coins. <laughs> <laughs> Goddess of Pain has herself a heck of a night ahead of her at Graveyard Smash. Hell in a Cell with Crushing Kelly and a match trick-or-treat challenge with IKP. But IKP, we have yet another one of your five opponents. Ladies and gentlemen, this is R.A.W.F. Hall of Famer. I mean, Dev and I have been tag team partners in other places. 
Um, we fought each other many, many times, and we swapped victories a lot. Um, when I looked at the five people on the list, you know, Dev was at the top of my concern list, um, you know, because they bring it to the ring every time. Um, but, again, the tricks are random, um, and who knows? People could land on the tenth trick, which is no trick played, and you get a pass. So, you know, there's always that chance. I don't plan. I don't plan on having a spin a wheel. You know, everybody keeps saying that, <laughs> and that's okay. You know, everybody keeps saying that, and that's okay. Sure, you know, I have a feeling though, some of you are going to really. Fight. I think. I think some. I think some of you y'all are really going to get surprised. I don't know well, when the money's on. When the money's on the line. Dev shows up. Well, you know, so does the IKP. So once again, you and I will have a match of the year contender tomorrow night. No However, doubt. Oh, go ahead. However, Dev, your only match, uh, not not your only match tomorrow, as you also take on another a another ring veteran, someone that goes way back uh, to. Desert Glory CSW days is simply the best. A long-time opponent. You're very, very, very well-versed in STB. Talk to me about the match tomorrow with simply the best. Oh, that one's just going to be excellent. It's going to be fun. Uh, I go way back with uh, STB. Uh, Old companies fought alongside them in stables, fought against them in stables, him and I do not like drawing random jobbers off a card. We'd rather fight a name. So this is going to be a clash of the titans. Indeed, two two rugged veterans. Two, it should be one hell of a scrap at Graveyard Smash. Dev, thank you for joining us. Uh, good luck tomorrow against My IKP, IKP and STB. My pleasure. Taking on the whole alphabet is Dev tomorrow. IKP STB. <laughs> see what I did. See what I did there, El Vegan. The whole alphabet. C. No, I don't believe C was one of the letters I used. <laughs> Maybe the electrocution wasn't so bad. That was funny. You just don't know it yet. All right. Next up, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. He has a huge night tomorrow ahead of him. Not one, not two, not uh, two, three. Yes, three title defenses. He will be defending the men's championship against the Arsenal of the Month Ds. He'll be defending the White Lightning Championship against Nightcrawler and defending the Hatfield and McCoy championship against Johnny Blaze. Ladies and gentlemen, he is our AWF Hall of Famer. There it is. Yoo-hoo! I'll make you famous.
ladies and gentlemen, he is the immortal Griffith. Griffith, hello. Good evening, Daniel. How are you? I am exquisite. I say that literally and figuratively. But at any hope, tomorrow night, Griffith, first of all, I know what happens after you lose a championship. And I hate to mention it, but I must. You lost the Superstars title to IKP last week. That has to have set a fire under your ass for tomorrow night. Well, go ask my last opponent how that went for him. Yes, a dominant win this past week in uh, Macon, Georgia over BD2. It was a match of dominance. BD2 could not even get out of the blocks. You definitely showed that you are ready for Graveyard Smash. But let's first of all start with the Hatfield and McCoy. Well, hold on. I want to talk a little bit about that match, the other match. So, you know, I actually actually like IKP. I, I think he's got the right attitude. You know, he's got a little bit of cocky. He, he sort of backs that cocky up. I mean, you're good for him. You know, but, but he said something at the end of that match that just kind of stuck. Just stuck in like that little immortal craw back here, you know. And you know he he had the temerity to look at me and say that this was going to be a match of the year candidate. Like and it, and it and the more that I thought about that, the more I hear it just ringing in the back of my head. This man thinks that that was an incredible match. He thinks that he won some major major like war. And I'm like, I go back and I look at the footage, and I'm like. I had one of the worst performances of my professional career. Like, if he thinks that what the, the, the match that he won was, you know, beating the immortal at his best, I, I got news for you, bud. You are in for a sore surprise if we meet again because you got lucky. You turned around and you caught the right night with the right person. And you now have a belt around your waist, so congratulations to you. But hold on to it tight, because if you are dumb enough to ever get in that ring with me and defend that belt, I will take it back in a heartbeat. Mm. Oh, always the confidence of the immortal Griffith amazes even myself, and I'm an arrogant bastard. But Griffith, tomorrow, three opponents. Let's start mm. with you know what actually hat. let me uh let me let me take this a little step further. I'm willing to have a fourth opponent if he thinks he can back up those words. Tomorrow being Sunday after all. Hmm. If that match were to be allowable and the RAWF championship committee and IKP were agreeable to it, it would be only the second time the Superstars Championship were ever defended on pay-per-view. But let's first of all, IKP, would you be agreeable to such a match on pay-per-view tomorrow at Graveyard Smash? Of course, I'm a fighting. I'm going to be a fighting champion. I have no problem giving the former champion a rematch. That's the way this, this, this is the way the world works. Not a problem at all.
Not at all. Well, I will uh, get so with Griff, that. So, let's, Griff, let's, let's dance again, buddy. I have sent a message to the championship committee. I can get hopefully get a response from them by the end of the program. But if this indeed match does indeed happen, it, as I said, would be historic. The first, only the second time in RAWF history that particular title defended on pay-per-view and the first time ever at Graveyard Smash. So Griffith, adding a fourth match to your plate, Let's talk about the three that we know for sure. Hatfield and McCoy, Yachty Blaze. So, look, I, you know, I've already given an interview about this. Uh, I mean, I'm happy to repeat myself. Um, <laughs> Johnny Blaze, look, I, I don't know who he is. Um, quite frankly, I've never seen him. I've never heard of him. I have no footage on him. Uh, he, he kind of apparently snuck in the back door, managed to get himself some matches, and won himself a title shot. So, you know, good for him. Congratulations for getting a title shot that quickly in the door before anyone even heard who you are. Lovely. Um, Fortunately for him, he got that title shot against me. And uh, that's going to be a rude awakening for him. All right. It certainly would be interesting. Uh, Johnny Blaze relatively unknown in the title picture here in RAWF, so he's got a, but he, he drew the, t- the short straw, I think, when he got his first title match. Alright, White Lightning Championship will be on the line. You'll be taking on a former White Lightning Champion in Nightcrawler. Talk to me. So look, this is the, uh, this is the match to watch as far as I'm concerned. Like, you know, Nightcrawler, when it comes to uh, when it comes He's to normal matches, look, I'm not overly concerned about um, I'm not overly concerned about him, right? Like in a normal match, uh, I usually have his number, but this isn't a normal match. This is this is white lightning. This is no rules, electrified cage, we're mayhem rules. This is his environment. Like this is, you know, there's a reason he he is a former White Lightning champion. Uh, I have to go in there and take him completely seriously because in that scenario, in that venue, he's dangerous, and and I know it, and I know walking in, you know. So that that's going to be the match to watch, in my opinion. And then, of course, the one I think we are all. One we're looking very much forward to. He is Arzo the Month, the self-proclaimed Mr. Pay-Per-View of <laughs> R.A.W.F. He is D's. Uh, you mean the mid-card superstar? Yeah, okay. I'm super worried, let me tell you. All right, this, is the, this is the guy that has like less, less personality than Lance Storm, okay? And doesn't have half the ring experience or ability. Like... I am I am so completely unworried about that match. Like, I mean, I mean, if it were for like a lower title, right? Like if he were coming at my Happy McCoy title, I, I'd probably be concerned, right? Because he's really good at getting those lower titles. But this is a major title. He's going to do what he always does when he gets a major major title shot. He's going to choke. I do. I I would be remiss if I didn't mention that Dee's has been Food Varsity Champion for almost a year. He has been Supreme Fighter Champion on several occasions. He has been Tag Team Champion on certain occasions. 
could possibly be tag champion again tomorrow. I mean, no offense. So his girlfriend, so his girlfriend, his girlfriend carried him along to a to a real title. Good for him, because um, we all know Tiggs is the talent in that tag team. And you know, and as I said, he, he where he's gone, he's been successful is in gimmick matches. He's in Fubar City, which is you know, no, no offense, but it's it's a gimmick match. Um, you know, it, it 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 is not a major normal title. It's just not. You know, but look at where when he's had the shots at the t- major titles in this company. Every time he has lost over and over, right? On the rare occasion that he even manages to get himself a shot at those titles. You know, this is this is not this is not a guy that I'm 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 sitting here you know month after month going oh look at him he's in the top ten he's in the top five like that's not who he is. He skates he skates by on on having a, a relatively decent ring skill with no mic skills to back it up whatsoever and a good PR person who puts out posters for him. Like that's, that that's this guy's whole career. Uh, for the record though, I'd like to know who his PR team is because they do some nice stuff, right? Like I, I kind of want to hire them away, but, but other than that, I, I, what is there? It's, he's, he, he's, 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 he's all style. So no substance. Well, I have never, I rarely is the occasion where you cannot back up your words when you are this confident. So I have a feeling Dees is going to have a tough road to hoe tomorrow. It should be a very interesting evening. And I have got received word from the championship committee. Griffith, you are go a go for the superstars title against IKP tomorrow. So good luck to you in all of your matches. It's big night for you, but for you, it is also another day at the office. You know, like, you know, some of these people don't seem to remember that there was a time where four or five matches in a pay-per-view was the normal for me. Indubitably. Thank you, Griffith. Good luck. All right. Next up, this man is challenging for the Powerball Championship. Normally, we wonder which personality we are going to get out of this individual, but tonight, uh, he has already made it known which one it is. Ladies and gentlemen, he is the challenger to the Powerball Championship. gentlemen please welcome to after hours the joker mark caliber joker hello good evening danny boy (laughs) so 
I I ha I have to start by asking, do you prefer Mark Joker? Which do you where how do I refer to you, sir? What do you think? Take a good look at yours truly. The clown prince of R.A.W.F. has risen from the ashes. <laughs> you will prefer to me as the Joker. As you wish, sir. With that being said, Joker... What is your fascination with the Powerball Championship? It seems like somebody, something you really want. Talk to me about the Powerball Championship and what it actually means to you. Well, if I could answer this correctly, it certainly does mean a lot to me, considering that I've been trying to win this tournament for quite some time. I have on a couple of occasions. Unfortunately, none of the title matches that I've had were successful on my end, considering that I had to fend off against a a man who dresses up like a fish. But this time, this is going to be very different, because I knew, for a fun fact, I knew... I'm going to be facing a little, cute little kitten. <laughs> but nonetheless, as I mentioned before, nobody is safe from me, not even takes herself. And very soon, that Powerball Championship will be coming home and will be around my waist. To do whatever I please. <laughs> Considering that you are actually a personality of another individual, and that there are actually several personalities of you in that cranium, what happens if one of them wants to defend the power? If you win the Powerball Championship, wants to defend it? Are you going to share the title with those other folks? Well, if you haven't heard us say before last week, Mark Caliber, if a, in general, has said he has learned how to channel it, how to harness, and how to control it. Try to listen to this quote. And see if you understand carefully. We can share it if we want to. We could be anyone. Not because we have to be. But now. Because we choose to be. Ladies and gentlemen, I believe Mark Caliber is a very dangerous individual, no matter which personality is at the forefront. But the Joker tomorrow will take on Tigress for the Powerball Championship. I wish you good luck, sir. Thank you very much, Danny boy. I'll be seeing you 
seen enough. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it shall be a great match for that Powerball Championship, the Joker versus Tigress. I now turn back to the First Lady of Anarchy, the Cougar. Cougar, welcome back. Hello. Hello. How you doing, Dan? I am. I'm. Why is everyone asking me that tonight? At anywho, thank you, Cougs. Big match for you tomorrow. We talked about these. Griff had some pretty, pretty strong words for this man, but he has been Fubar City champion for quite a long time. However, we know that that championship has been on that list that we've ta- that you have talked to it talked about and referenced for a long, long time. What do you have to do to beat D's and ri- and take that Fubar City Championship? Uh, well, first, it's not only been on that list; it has been on this waist, and I enjoyed it. So this is not my first rodeo for the Fubar title. Second, he only has one reason to win it, so that he can be the longest reigning. What is my favorite thing to do in R.A.W.F.? Make history. I was going to say claw Amadeus' eyeballs out, but... That's I was hoping it was sitting on my knee, but... <laughs> oh, gentlemen, we know I love to make history. So I would love to be the one to stop his reign and start one of my own. I would like to become the longest reigning, not only FUBAR champion, but female FUBAR champion. Well, Cougar, you certainly, if anybody can do it, I believe it can be you. But to be fair, I've also thought on many occasions during this past year that Dee's was going to have his hands full. So hopefully you may find the formula. If not, then Dee's will become the longest rating champion in Fubar City history and can truly call himself the mayor of Fubar City. El Vacant, your prediction on this match. Your prediction. I was was replying, so I did not hear what you said. Prediction. Prediction on this match. Oh, I'm I, I, I'm 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 totally with Coogs on this. I want to see Coogs win this match. There you go, Coogs. You can. Uh, that is, that's if that isn't a reason to sit on his lap, I don't know what is. Nightcrawler, you can you can do whatever with him later. <laughs> well, Nightcrawler did give permission a long time ago for one sit, so I guess we'll do that. Oh, there you go. There you go. The knee gets some action. Today just keeps getting better and better. Yes. Yes, yes, indeed. If I win the first superstars after, I will give you your title shot. Wow. Mm. All right. So... Good luck to you tomorrow, Cougs, against Dees for the Fubar City Championship. Thank you so much. I now turn back to 
man we talked to early in the program, the Paragon of Greatness. Paragon, you as well have a full plate tomorrow at Graveyard Smash. Paragon, welcome back. Uh, thank you. Of course, I'm a big guy. I pretty much always have a full plate, but that's a different story. I'm trying to find the <laughs> see what you did drummer, there. The rim shot, but I never mind. Anywho, Paragon, let's first of all talk about the national championship match, which is in question at this very moment, as the unsettled Chris Cage. As we are see, as we have been reported, has been has been found guilty of murder, and may not be at the show tomorrow. You may just have a buy as far as that national title goes tomorrow at Graveyard Smash. Have you been appraised of the situation? Uh, I have not. I'm going to treat this like uh, he's going to be there. That's the only way that I can handle this situation. Um, you know, I, nobody wants to see a um, forfeiture of a match, but I've gone over this numerous times this month. I don't believe that the behavior of Chris Cage should be rewarded. Um, you know, it's something I feel like I don't really have the authority and I'm not entitled to an opinion on this situation. There, there are people a lot closer to this Chris Cage situation, you know, the, the, the alleged, or I guess at this point, no longer alleged, you know, victims and, and families and whatnot. These people actually have a right to voice what should happen with Chris Cage. I'm just a guy that works with him and it's a rough situation. You know, I, on one hand, I want to be able to go to this pay-per-view, have a national championship match, put on a show for all of the fans as I do, and you know, try my best to make make something an entertaining product for everybody around the world. And on the other hand, I've got this opponent who's who's apparently done this horrible thing, and I really just I don't want to work with this guy, you know, like, I mean, I'm going to, I'm going to do my job, but like, I don't want to go out there and have a memorable match with this guy in this situation. You know, I'm going to go out, I'm going to do what I can do to try to eliminate Chris Cage. Should he show up as quickly as possible? Um, you know, that when properly motivated, I can do such. And I think this is, this is a night that probably not a whole lot of frills, just go out there, get the job done and, kind of reset uh, next week and, and hope that people kind of put this one behind us. All right. Well, considering we have no idea what the status of Chris Cage is, I too will assume that he will be there. Uh, but we, anything can happen. This is R.A.W.F. after all. But, of course, the other match on your slate tomorrow, a Buried Alive match. With Luke Cage, we it has been mentioned that nobody really understands why Luke challenged you to such a match, uh, but I do have here on a statement from Luke Cage, uh, not just about that match, but also his Triple Crown Championship match and other things. We'll listen to that and then get your comments, Paragon. All right. 
Good evening, RAWF. This is Luke Cage coming at you, heading into Graveyard Smash. And there's a lot of things I want to touch on tonight, but first things first, I want to set the record straight, clear up all the rumors about this. There is nothing but love and respect that Luke has for IKP. So IKP, brother, I am proud of you. I'm proud of the new faction that you're involved with. Black Irish looks like a great, charismatic, talented group of people. And I see nothing but success in your future, brother. As for me, Luke's got a bad case of what you call faction fatigue, if you know what I mean. So he wishes you nothing but the best, and he's going to go do his thing. And speaking of doing my own thing, Luke has two very important matches at Graveyard Smash. And the first one I want to talk about is the respect rematch that Luke has with Paragon of Greatness. Now, there's been a lot of controversy regarding the special stipulations of this match. People have asked Paragon. They've been asking me. And the big question is, why would Luke choose a stipulation for a respect match as buried alive. They seem to contradict one another. It just doesn't make sense. So all of a sudden now, people are now talking about this match more than the original match. And guess what? People, you just answered your own question. People are now talking about this match. All of you are conversing about this match, wondering why I would choose these stipulations. And that's all I wanted to do. I wanted to bring some light on this match, bring some attention to it, because that first match, although it was one hell of a match, nobody's talking about it. Nobody mentioned the regular rules stipulation of the first match. Even though it was a great match, Paragon was great, I was great, he was greater on that particular night, but it ended in a controversial fashion. Well, now we're going to have a rematch, but I want people to talk about this match and see it and see the kind of clinic that Paragon and I are going to put on in that ring. And I hope that is something that we can all write about. And Paragon picked up on this and mentioned it. But the fact of the matter is, this match just isn't about Luke looking to get respect. It's about me giving respect back to those that deserve it. You feel me? People like Paragon of Greatness. And it wasn't that long ago when giving people respect would have been the last thing on Luke's mind. I respected two things at that time, money and power. But time, they do change. Which brings me now to this Triple Crown title opportunity that I have in front of me at Graveyard Smash. And my two opponents, Kane the Governor, the Hawkster, two of the most dangerous persons to step in the ring with, not just in R.A.W.F., but in all of Unstoppable. And once again, Luke is in a position where he's probably considered to be the underdog in this match. And you know what? Ego aside, everything else aside, that'd be true. I would be the underdog in this match. I don't have anywhere near the reputation that those two have in the ring or the longevity. What I've got is a new sense of vitality and heart and a new will to win. Now I'm going to bring that with me in the ring when I face each and every one of them. I wish them both the best of luck, but you're going to get the best that Luke has to give you. And lastly, I want to dedicate my respect match with Paragon to Chadwick Boseman, the original Black Panther. Brother, you died too young, and your legacy lives on. Wakanda forever.
there you have it, Paragon. Apparently, he believes that your first matchup did not get, get talked about enough. He wanted a match that everyone would talk about after Graveyard Smash. Your thoughts? You know, that was uh, touched on a little bit last week, and, you know, it's absolutely incredible how Luke Cage managed to fool everyone, including myself. Uh, you know, we had this whole situation unfolding, and it, it looked like we were going to kind of have our run-of-the-mill series of matches type of deal. And this guy, he, he creates this situation where the world's eyes have shifted directly to Luke Cage, and what is he going to do in this match? He isn't just giving respect and earning respect. He's earning something greater here in this company. He's earning himself a spot at the top of the card. He's, he's earning himself the billing of a star by creating a marketing match that nobody saw coming. And I got to say, you know, when I originally agreed to have a second match with Luke Gage, I, I thought I was going to go into this match preparing for strength. You know, that that's what he, what he does. That's what he's always been the best at, but I've been watching him wrestle lately and he's been showing all kinds of speed and agility that I've never expected. And he comes out here with this idea, this buried alive, you, you would have never guessed it type of match. And he's showing brains that I didn't think that I was going to have to prepare for. Not, not to say that I didn't think that the guy had the brains, but that's not the style of wrestling that I was prepared for in this match. And he's completely thrown me off kilter in this whole situation. And I've got to say the the guy is absolutely killing it as far as going out there and earning a name for himself as a solo act. And I mean, here's another thing that, you know, he, he didn't uh, touch on. And I, I would suspect that he probably didn't touch on this on purpose. He was hoping that this slipped past me. I didn't notice it. Um, but of course I naturally, I would. And, it's something that gives me a lot of concern in this match because a buried alive match. Sure. It's a wild stipulation for this situation. It's completely out of nowhere, but it also plays to Luke Cage's strengths. You know, I, I made a bit of a joke when I came on the call today, you know, I said, I'm a big guy. I always have a full plate, but that's a very visible fact about people. You know, I, I can make jokes about it, but the fact is, I am a big guy, and we take Luke Cage, the ultimate gauntlet champion, my division, and we see that this guy has this conditioning to go into a war of attrition, and he can fight for as long as possible. There's a, you know, he may, be, may have made a miscalculation, because you can ask anybody who's been in the ring with myself that my size uh, certainly will fool you. I am absolutely a well-conditioned athlete that can go into a match and I can wrestle for hours if need be. But this guy specializes in endurance. I mean, he is literally the bulletproof man. I, he, he, he doesn't weaken. He doesn't slow down. And we're in this match that 
there's it's not going to be one finisher and a pinfall. This that's not what a buried alive match is. You have to incapacitate your opponent beyond any kind of recovery. This is a very serious long-term endurance contest. And Luke Cage is perhaps the most perfectly suited performer in this company for that type of match. I I am astounded by the thought and care put into this strategy by Luke Cage. I, it's it's a little bit dumbfounded. Earlier I said that uh, I kind of want to move past the Chris Cage match and get it, you know, kind of forgotten into the record books because I don't want to reward what Chris Cage has done. This is a different situation. Luke Cage has been working his ass off to get this attention, and he he is he deserves the spotlight. Now the situation is, can he capitalize on it? And it's not going to be an easy test. We will find out tomorrow at Graveyard Smash. Paragon of Greatness, Luke Cage, buried alive match. Good luck to you tomorrow, Paragon. Thank you. Next up, we turn back to Mr. R.A.W.F. Judgment. He has potentially two matches. Uh, let's talk about first Judgment. 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 Yes. Did, did the face get him? Uh, possible. All right. We were right, so moving right along. Moving right along, then. Let's, uh, maybe we can talk to Judgment after we talk to our next guest. He, last week on this program, challenged Two members, any two members of Black Irish to a handicap match. He wants to take two of them on. He is an R.A.W.F. Hall of Famer. He is.
You want to get the crap smacked out of you, boy? Um, um, that would suck. My liver! My liver! My your bedtime, boy. Get to bed. Oh, sorry about that, LA. Every, it, it never fails. Every day gun time, I go to the fridge, get myself a beer. You always put me on the show. Maybe I should, like, do that about 30 minutes ago. And, hey, you never know. Oh, I'm sorry. Dude. I, I, I Dan, have suggestion. You can get one of those, like, motorized coolers and just always have the beer right next to you so you don't have to go get it. But I, I don't think you move as many. Even though you do move a good quantity in my beer, I don't think you move as much as I move in my own house because I mean it, 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 it's it is the the Redneck Ranch. I mean that's a lot of beer. Yeah, it really is. It's a lot of beer. It is a gargantuan amount of beer. Oh man. Well, how y'all what doing? Trying to say is you made the brewery to try and offset your beer expenses. Um, you could say that. You know, it's kind of like one of those almost a pyramid Ponzi, but, you know, I, I just learned how to make my own beer and just go with it. I mean, it makes sense, you know, if you can yeah. do what you love. You know, it's never at work. It's kind of like reloading ammunition, you know. You, you shoot a bunch of rounds down range, it's a whole lot cheaper than going and buying new ammunition. You just can't really bury yourself. I, I'll take your word for that, I guess. Oh, yeah. It works. Oh, Lord. It's been one heck of a week, man. I've been training up for that deck going fight. By the way, who am I fighting? I mean, like, are they, are they like, which which two of them drew the shortest straws? Well, R.A., there are two people you will be fighting tomorrow. The two members of Black Irish will be Liam O'Shaughnessy and Scythe, as been, I have been informed by. Scythe or Cy? Cy. Scythe. Which, C, yeah. The C-Y side or the Sky side? Okay. I didn't know he was F-C-Y-T-H-E guy. Oh, cool. I get to whoop his ass again? And nice. So, let's go over why, again, you wanted two members of Black Irish, not just one. Because why not? I meant my poem, Roses are Red, Violets are Blue. I bet money I could whoop to you. Uh, I mean, why not? Is it? Yes, you know, I, I've watched. I've called many of your matches over the years. You are one tough son of a bitch. There is no doubt about that. You have earned your R.A.W.F. Hall of Fame ring. You faced Santa Claus, for God's sakes, of all people. You uh, you are not afraid of anybody. You're as tough as they come. But this, this to me, even for you, might have been the wrong call. Just my humble well, opinion. That's okay. And everybody's entitled to it. And people's, people say what they want to say. But, you know, there's just some days when you just got to stretch your horizons. And uh, just kind of time to... Take a couple of them down a notch. It's really simple as that. Uh, I've been training, though. I mean, I've been there working out in the gym and all that good stuff, you know. Uh, not just been sitting drinking beer, but uh, um, you want to you talk to my personal trainer? Because, I mean, like, he's done a lot of work for me. Why not? Let's talk to Redneck Avengers personal trainer. Personal trainer, hello. Hello? Hit me now, believe me later, and think about it another time. R.A. has been training very hard. 
I've been putting him through his paces. So he wouldn't be like a girly champion. He's like going around there and drag people's scores. Yeah. Oh, my Lord. Yeah. You just got to learn to do the push-up. Learn to love the push-up. And then learn to pump the iron. Uh, well, I've been pumping aluminum, you know, with them cans, about 12 to 16 ounces at a time. But, you know, it's been kind of a revolutionary training period. Uh, got there and I actually you know, started going in on and kind of revisited some of my oil field days as far as for getting back to fighting fetter. But, uh, yeah, old, old boy's been do, been doing a good job. Yeah, it's what you pay me to do. You pay me money to do a good job, and I will do a good job. But you got to stop drinking the beer. Oh, heck no. Oh, heck no. You ain't making me stop drinking beer. Um I pay you enough where you should be able to train me with my beer drinking. But it it is a matter of do you want to win or do you want to drink beer? I want to do both. Well, you've got to put away the beer. Oh, no. Ed, you're getting your butt whipped for this one. Ow! Get to the chopper! No! All right. I got about all that stuff I could stand. Um... All I know is Liam and Scott, uh, you, you, go ahead and bring your best because <laughs> there's a reason I'm more than just a Hall of Famer. I am a legend. So uh, get ready. Oh, you better strap it on because you're fitting to get jacked up. Ladies and gentlemen, the Redneck Avenger, two face, two members of Black Irish handicap match tomorrow. Should be one hell of a match. Thank you, R.A. Hey, you're welcome. I think we'll have, have that beer now. All right. Now, I do believe, Judgment, are you there? Judgment. Houston, Yo. calling Judgment. Judgment, welcome Yo. back, sir. Yo. Hey, what's up? You know, here you go. Tomorrow at Graveyard Smash, we know of one match, but you were called out earlier today for a potential other for another match by the legend herself, Diesel Warrior, a Domino Warrior, DW, if you will. She goes by many monikers. And you accepted the challenge for a Fubar City street fight. Considering what you already had on slate to face at Graveyard Smash, I guess Uncle Frank was this a wide smooth. Yeah, I needed a warm up match. I needed something to get me loosened up and I've fought the waitress many times and you know, she just does like this. So you just any so you just wanted a warm up match for the big face on a pole match, is that what you're saying? Yes. Very well. That's how it goes. Should be a good match. But now let's talk about this face on a pole match with Uncle Frank. First of all, you seem well rested. You seem like you're in the a better frame of mind, a better physical condition than you have been in previous weeks here on this program. Are you ready for Uncle Frank, the monster of the hills, tomorrow in the face on a pole match? Well, 
That's going yeah. I'm very faces I've ever been. Got some rest. And I don't know where the face went, but <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I don't know where I don't know where the face went, but at least I've got some sleep. You don't have the you 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 are not in possession of the face. The face was sent via security truck to the arena, so it's in route somewhere. I don't know where it is. I'm not bringing it with me. I'm ready to get rid of that sucker. But this is. But I'm still going to fight him. It's hard. And I, I, I might. I feel like I need to. Once I get him, pin him, and I'm going to destroy that face finally and set it a fire and burn it. That way, he won't be keeping me awake anymore. I mean, this is definitely, you know, you've had a very storied career here, Judgment. I've called literally thousands of your matches, everywhere from scaffold matches to yep. Candy Cade on a pole matches to Fubar City matches to the craziest kind of matches I have ever seen a competitor here in R.A.W.F. compete in. But this one takes the cake by far. Yep. I've been known to make some historical matches and that's this is just another historical so match that's fixing to happen. My question to you is how do you go forward accomplishing this kind of thing when you don't stop the voices and stop it. Stop it. I need sleep. I need to go get my sleep. I need to go get
gentlemen, Maeve O'Hare joining us now on After Hours. Maeve, hello. Good evening. Hola, Maeve. Good good evening, vacant mod. You, you look you look disconcerted, but it's good evening. It's been a good night. There's there's no there's no creepy guy. There's no electrocutions. Cook sat on my knee. It's been a good night. Got a bad feeling at all. A bad feeling. Okay, come, come, sit on my knee and tell, tell, tell all vacant all about it. I'll, I'll, I'll have a seat, but no, I'm, I'm, I'm here, I'm here to talk about tomorrow. Good, e- good evening, Dan. Yeah. Fancy seeing you here. Maeve, this is not. What I was expecting from you tonight, I figured we would have a not an up, more upbeat, possibly confident Maeve O'Hare. After all, you won your first major title just a couple weeks ago, the Midnight Hobo Championship there over your shoulder, looking very nice. And uh, congratulations to you for that. I uh, you thank, do have to thank you, Don. You do have to defend that title tomorrow at Graveyard Smash against Max Paulo. Uh, would you say you have a bad feeling? Are we talking about your matches? Do you have a bad feeling about your matches tomorrow? No, no. It's, it's nothing to do with that. Thought I saw something strange, Whirl. But no, I'm, I'm trying to stay focused on tomorrow. Uh, like you said, I've, I've got two big matches and Defending the Midnight Hobo title for the first time, and well, I'm not going to say that I'm overlooking Max Paulo because I know that he can be tough when he wants to be. Um, I'd be a fool if I were to focus my main attention on anything but that world title shot. Um, you know, I've had a lot of people talking to me about it, and you know, I've heard some people saying, "Oh, well, you know, third time's the charm. You've got it this time," and then. I got people like Clay Lad making jokes about how I'm going to get the thanks for coming pittish title shot once I lose. So I'm pretty focused on that much. I reckon that Miss Lad's probably getting tired of seeing me, and frankly, I'm getting tired of looking up at the lights at the end of my matches with him. So I'm going to try and rewrite history tomorrow. Indeed. It would be that one hell of a career were you to win the World Heavyweight Championship just a year and a half removed from starting in this business. It would be one of the fastest rises we've ever seen in this industry, especially here in RAWS. But I must say, you're worried about something you seem very distracted. You keep looking out into the the green room. What is on your mind, please? It it's it sounds crazy. Don't 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 mind me. I'm I'm sorry. You're right. I'm not focusing. It's not fair to you. It's not fair to vacant line. Vacant, are, are you doing something different? Your pecs look especially nice tonight. I mean, I did have a really nice workout today, so I'm feeling a little, uh, how, how do the kids say, swole? <laughs> You're looking quite swole, too, so very nicely done. Uh. Well, Maeve, I, I hope, I hope for, you know, whatever is bothering you, 
by tomorrow, that is all behind you. Maybe it's just a bad night. It is what it is. We all have those, but look. Dan, Dan Lad, how long have you been working here? Uh, well, I have been on, I have been a employee of RAWF for over 10 years. So you are, uh, you've been here for all the other matches with that, that thing inside of Bossman, right? Indeed. I, I mean, to be frank, I'm, I'm, in some ways I'm more worried about that match than I am about my own matches. I had a match against Blaze Lad last week, and to be honest, if that's the best he's got, then we're all fecked. Maeve, I understand your concern. But I have watched, as you say, every match the maestro has ever wrestled. He's won one match, and that has been by count out at this past Immortal. He won on a technicality. And it wasn't for his freedom. It wasn't for our, for L.A. soul. It was merely to scare people. The other matches, to be frank with you, the maestro talks a big game. But he can't wrestle his way out of a paper bag. He had no I mean, chance. Not to... Not to put too fine a point on it, Dan, but you don't need to be able to wrestle if you can shoot lightning into folk. The only person he came even close to beating, and that was only because it was indeed a steel cage, electrified steel cage match, was the Immortal Griffith, and even then he stood no chance against the Immortal one. I say this. Please don't tell me, Dan, that you're trying to compare the two. No. I am saying I don't believe the maestro has it in him to ever win. I might be wrong, I hope but I, hope, I don't think I I hope am. you're right, for all our I sakes. Am, and I don't, I, I don't like that thing inside a boss man. Gives me the creeping heebie-jeebies. So with that being said, Maeve, good luck to you tomorrow against Mithras. You could very well be the next world heavyweight champion. Good luck against Max Paolo. Keep that Midnight Hobo Championship, one of the most prestigious titles in all of Unstoppable. And let Blaze McCoy worry about the maestro. But make sure you lend your support to him. As we said, he needs everybody's help to beat the maestro. No, of course. I You're 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 right, Dan. You're right. All have, right. Have a good night. Good good night, vacant mod. Uh after the May May. It does seem to be a, a concern for people, El Vacant, that match tomorrow, but let's face it, the Maestro is not a ring veteran. He doesn't. He's not a wrestler. He is mere. He is an entity of sorts. I believe Blaze McCoy will win tomorrow. Agree. Well, uh, let let us hope. 
All right, ladies and gentlemen, we have a surprise last-minute caller. She is the owner of this radio station of the Back to Basics Radio Network. Joining us, she is also an R.A.W.F. Hall of Famer. Please welcome... Your crew, your blood, message for you. Oh, very Yes, I have a message for you. Your oh. abuela says Yes, your abuela says you better get your ass to visit her before you get in trouble. Where's my abuela? Is, is she well, still she with me? Yes, she still lives with me. She really likes your farm. Yes, she does. And I really I, like I, having her there with me. I mean, I, I, I've heard that they're cooking. I can see why. I mean, we, we get along famously. Yeah, she's a good lady. Adulting. I like her. I, I, okay. I, let, let her know as soon as Graveyard smashes over, I, I come visit. Yeah, you better or you're in deep shit. I, no, I thought she went back to Compound in Tijuana. I, I just haven't been back to Mexico. If I knew she was here, I'd have visited. Um, you, you're the one that told me that she doesn't like all of your cousins. I mean, she doesn't. They're, she thinks they're, how does she say, uh, eh, loco estubida is usually how she refers to them. Yeah, and, you know, she came to visit me and hasn't left because she really likes it at my house because none of your relatives are there. I, I can see that. But she really, really wants you to come visit. I always want to She does like you. Person. Yeah, yeah. Although right now I'm her favorite. Well, and I'm I not mean, even I've, related to I've her. I've seen the kitchen. If you've been letting her bake in that kitchen, you're probably her favorite forever. Yes, I have been letting her bake it. I've been baking with her. Boy, oh, man, her trace leche. Mmm. That's to die for. I haven't had a good translation in, in months. So, Susie, Susie, not to interrupt. But yes. I, did you just interrupt here, translation? Since you're here, did you yes. have, did you, would you like to weigh in on this, on the maestro situation? Do you believe that there's any way that he can beat Blaze McCoy tomorrow and that Lord Amadeus will be gone forever? Well, if Blaze lays off the hobo, I think Blaze will have a chance, but Blaze has got to lay off of the hobo. It is not, uh, that could be true, but at the same time, who knows? Maybe it would help him. It, 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 
it, it could well, work both ways when you think about it. Since yeah, the maestro, it, it, it comes to, there's a fine point with the hobo. Very true. Very true. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, his liver is not like mine and Shifty's. You know, I mean, I, I don't get drunk on human alcohol. And, and I mean, granted, it's a fine line between calling hobo human alcohol. But, you know, I mean, it doesn't affect me like it does all y'all. And, and of course, you know, then there's Shifty. We won't we won't even touch that. But when um, you consider you know, when you consider a pint of midnight hobo can fuel a rocket to the moon. I, I I don't think we would call it human per se, but then again. Per se, yes. I, per I, like se. you said, there's a fine line right there. So I, I would say he needs to probably lay off the hobo for the rest of the night and kind of, you know, start at least somewhat sobering up. And and by all and blaze for the love of all that's holy. Stay away from open flames. All right. Well, thank you, Susie. We always always a pleasure oh, wait, to wait. see you. Dan, yes. one more thing. El vacant. He. You better come and get some of these damn donkeys. Oh no, they mm, they're yours. No, they, no, no you don't don't you dare argue with me. You better come and get some of these damn donkeys. What am I going to do with the donkeys? I don't care. You better come and get some of them, because they're driving your abuela batshit crazy. No, she loves the donkeys. Yeah. So, ladies that, and gentlemen, you got about five hundred of them. It's five hundred. Yeah. That's a lot of donkeys. That's a lot of donkeys. We won't even talk about the pigs. Ladies and gentlemen, Susie Elf, a pioneer of Blog Talk Radio, the first to ever utter the phrase on this program, you better come get the donkeys. Thank you, Susie. See y'all later. With that being said, we are going to skip the promotion part of this program tonight because we need to have one last word with the Steel City Superman, I think, El Vacant. A lot on the line, a lot of concern in the air. He's heard some opinions tonight. On his match with the Maestro, let's bring him back from him. Blaze, are you there? Yeah, I, I I have some. I do have something I want to promote, though. Please. I can promote this Atlanta sewer fight. I want to promote the extremities of this Maestro situation here. Either a, I find a way to come out of this uh, midnight hobo coma tomorrow and uh, win the fight, and the Maestro's gone forever. Or b. I slip and fall like I have so many times before, and I always get back up. At this time, I'm not going to get back up. No, no one will. Win or lose, I must confess. There's something I must address. The madness must manifest in R.A.W.F. Did you, El Vacant, did you leave the window open? Because mm-hmm. I, no, no. I could have sworn. It's just rhyme. I mean, there was no forecast for 
Run. Go make it. Run. Where, where's it? Where are you going? <laughs> You're not going anywhere, Dan. <laughs> Keep that thing away from me. Dave McCoy. You almost had me. You almost had us. But I must admit, I can smell the madness on you. It's always been there. You better breathe. Because I sure will. Who do you have? The jester? The goddess? You know who I have? (laughs) I have the captain. In 2020, the year of the madness is here. (laughs) 